wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. But I want you to remember that the business happens when the sale is taking place, when the money is being exchanged. That's the business. The business is the exchange of the money. It is not the act of doing the art. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about or how much do I have? Am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out for yourself. You get your first order and you're going to get that free one year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs. And this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body. You're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athletic athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. 
You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why your product, whatever it happens to be, is not selling. Now, before we get into that, let me tell you about it. I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge to everyone who is in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. Get it, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, you can stop getting it, but I guarantee you that it does. So text me right now to get into my text community and get that message every day. Here's the number, 305-384-6894. Send a text to that number right now, and every day when I send out the daily motivation, because you are in my text community, and for no other reason than that, you shall receive that message. Other thing is, work on your game university. That is the place where you take the next step with me. If you already know you're ready to go to the next level in your business, in your life, when it comes to your mindset, when it comes to the strategies you are employing and the systems that are making those strategies work, go to work on your game university right now and get started. You can join my coaching program. You can get access to all my courses right now at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now, getting into the topic again, why your product is not selling. Now, this episode is specifically for the salespeople out there because it kind of makes this a trick situation because we are all salespeople on some level. Everybody is selling something. If you're trying to get a job or you already have a job, you are a salesperson. You sold your ability to work and do the job. That's what you sold. If you sell products or services, you are selling a product and service and you are selling yourself because somebody still has to buy into you if they're going to buy your product or your service. So anytime you have anything, you, a product, service, whatever, a widget, that is not selling the way that you want it to sell. And that's pretty much all of us because we all are trying to make more money. And guess what? You don't make more money without making more sales. Check your activity against these points here today. So this is for every single one of you, whether you're making 25 grand a year, you're making 250 grand a year, you're making 25 million a year. This applies to everybody. Point number one, topic again today is why your product is not selling. Number one, you are talking to the wrong people. Your product's not selling, and it doesn't mean everybody you talk to is the wrong person. It means you're just not talking to enough of the right person, whoever that right person happens to be. You're just not spending enough of your time dealing with that individual. That's why you're not making as many sales as you could be making. So when I say your product's not selling, it doesn't mean you're making zero, just not as many as you want to. Sometimes you have a great product and a great offer, but you are offering it to people who either do not want it, are not interested in it, do not understand it, do not need it cannot afford it, or it is simply the wrong time for them to get it. All of these can be reasons why somebody passes on your offering. And at the same time, each one of these situations are circumstances that can change for that exact same person at a different point in time. So in February, they may not be able to afford it, but in March, now they have the money. They can afford it. But you got to make sure you get back in front of them so that they remember that they can spend that money on the product that you sell and that money can go to you. But if you forget, they might spend that money on something else and or with someone else. So understand that these circumstances that people are in often change. Now, they don't always change. Some people who are not interested in personal development, for example, may never buy your book on personal development. Maybe they will never be interested, but it's not up to you to decide that for them. It's up for them to decide that, which means you got to get back in front of them when it's necessary 
to remind them of what it is that you have to offer. Because again, their mind may have changed. Their situation may be different. I mean, think about yourself. You have grown and evolved over time. There's a chance that other people may grow and evolve as well. Not everybody does, but you must factor in the possibility that somebody will. So all of these circumstances can change for different people at different points. Sometimes in business, especially in the micro, in the short term, you may just need to find different people to talk to and don't change anything about what you're offering. You don't have to change how you talk about it. You don't have to change what it is. You don't have to change what it costs. You don't have to change you know, how you share the value and the benefits or whatever it is. You don't have to change anything. You just got to share the exact same thing with a different group of people. And they're going to be like, all right, this is perfect. All right, you came at the perfect time for us. Thank you for sharing this. How much? Where do we send the money? Sometimes that's all you need. A simple concept to keep in mind here, and this is something that I've spoken about on this show in the past, is sell to your buyers. I talked about that back in, I don't know if I have an episode where I talked specifically about that, that have titled specifically that, but I know I've talked about sell to your buyers many times. And here's what it means. It means offer things to people who are interested in those things. That's all it means. Don't offer something to people that they are not interested in. If you are working in church, uh, you want to preach to the choir. Or you want to preach to the people who are coming to church and want to hear about the God's word and you want to hear about the Bible. Don't go across the street from the church to people who are standing on a corner across the street who are not coming into church. They see the church. They know it's there. They know they can go in. They decided not to. Don't go over there and try to preach your sermon to them because they are not the buyers. Preach to the people who are showing up. So when you hear the phrase preach to the choir, all right, that's a good idea. I talked about this in episode 1507. The title is preach to the choir, dummy. It's all about talking to the people who are interested in buying what you are selling. All right, don't try to sell women's clothes to men. Don't sell men's clothes to women. All right, now in the world that we're in today, maybe you might hit a lottery and find the right person, but for the most part, you're better off just selling it to the people who look like they're going to buy. All right, just use your best judgment in this situation. So when you are selling anything, you want to talk to people who are actually looking to purchase. And often they will identify, they will signal to you that they are looking to purchase. You don't even have to decipher whether they're looking to buy. They'll show you. If you're selling ice cold bottled water, you will find a more welcoming market in a warm place on a hot, humid summer day than you would trying to sell ice cold bottled water in the middle of a snowstorm. The demand is a lot higher in a former situation. It's easier to get hired for a job when you go to a company that is actively looking for new employees than when you go to a place that is not looking for new employees. For example, when I was in a pro basketball world, there were times, multiple times, when there was a team, I would have an agent that I was working with, and the agent would say, well, look, I'm going to get you into practice with Team X or Team Y. This happened probably four or five times, actually, this happened. That, Dre, I'm going to have you come practice with Team X or Y, whoever this team was, different places in the world. And there are times that I was even trying to do this with some teams in the NBA. And sometimes the challenge with this was, even though I was going to go practice with whatever team, this might be in the preseason, it might be in the middle of their season. The challenge was the team that I was going to practice with did not have a roster opening. In other words, even if they loved me and thought I was the best thing in the world, they did not have a spot on their roster to sign me to, even if they wanted me. Now, the only way they could sign me was if they would have to release someone who was already under contract. And often that doesn't happen unless a player is playing egregiously bad. So even if another player was maybe I, I proved myself to be better than a certain player, unless that player was playing really bad and the team was doing terrible, both had to be happening. The team had to be doing bad and or that player had to be bad. It usually was one or the other. Then I could take somebody's spot. There were times where I did take people's spots. There was a player who was scoring a whole bunch of points and they were putting up great stats, but the team wasn't doing well. So that player got released. And then you know, a new player, someone like myself, will come in and take their spot. The whole point is it was much easier for me if I was going to a team that had an opening 
where I knew they were actually looking to fill a spot. And then I was just going to a team and practicing with them. But there was nothing for me to gain because it's like, what am I going to do here? Even if you like me, uh, you already got players on your roster in the spot that I would take. And your team's doing pretty well. You're probably not going to make a change even if you love them. So you want to make sure you're selling to the buyers. Sell to people who are actually looking to buy something. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why your product is not selling. Number two, you are focused on the thing instead of focusing on the marketing and the selling of the thing. This is something we talked about a lot here on the show. Remember that you're in a marketing business. You're in a sales and marketing business. It is only business when you are marketing and making sales. You're not in business when you do the thing. You can do the thing without making money from it. So the money is what makes it business. This is especially true for those of you who are naturally creatives. You are artists. Those of you who like to create things, you love the act of doing the thing that you do, whether that thing is you write books or you're an artist, you actually make sculptures or you do paintings or you do some type of performance art, or you are even people who are in the coaching space, or you do something like uh, you tutor kids to get smarter at school or something like that, get ready for a test, or you are a personal trainer. If you love the art of doing that thing, that doesn't mean that you're wrong. But I want you to remember that the business happens when the sale is taking place, when the money is being exchanged. That's the business. The business is the exchange of the money. It is not the act of doing the art. If you just want to do the art and you don't want to be dealing with the business, well, go get a job somewhere and let somebody else handle the business side. All you got to do is show up and do the art. Then you don't even have to worry about the business. You don't even have to worry about doing that at all. You can just do your art 100% of the time. But those of you who are natural creatives and not natural marketers or salespeople, understand there are many more natural creatives than there are natural entrepreneurs and salespeople. I've been at marketing conferences where the person on stage said, everybody in here was a natural artist, stand up and like, 85% of the room stood up. And then they said, all right, so y'all sit down. Everybody who's a natural marketer, entrepreneur, y'all stand up. And like a handful of people stood up. And the person on stage said, all right, all you artists, you need to look at these people who are standing up. The entrepreneurs, y'all need to do business with them because they're the ones who will help you actually make money from your art. So you're not just out here being the proverbial starving artist doing a whole bunch of art, but you're not actually making the money that you want to make from it, even though your art is amazing because you aren't able to do the business that draws in the money. So what happens with natural creators, and I have worked with a lot of these folks, they tend to focus so much on the creative side of what they do and how great that thing is, the art that is like whatever it is you do for a living. They focus so much on the thing that they do, but they don't put nearly as much effort, attention or focus into selling it or marketing it or figuring out why anybody would actually want it. This is especially important for those of you who are selling the very thing that you yourself has created. Now, me, myself, I would say my natural inclination when I first got into the business world was the art side. Because if you know anything about my story, and I've shared this here on the show, I started out by putting content on YouTube. This was basketball related content. And I wasn't even trying to make money from it. I was just putting it out because I saw that there were players out there who wanted to learn and it was getting me some attention. So I said, all right, I'll put some content out there. Why not? And again, this is way before content was a thing. We weren't even calling it that. This is before social media was a thing, before influencing, any of this stuff. So I would put out material sporadically, but all I was doing was the art side of it because my focus was playing basketball and then going and getting a job playing pro ball. So in between my pro ball work, I would just go to the gym, do my workouts like any athlete would, and I would just record my workouts, put them on YouTube. And that's how I got started. But when I realized there was a way to make money from it, then I started to focus more on the marketing and business side of the game. And I realized, oh, I could do a, I could make a whole business out of putting my work online. And at the time was basketball. Then it morphed into me speaking a little bit more. Once the players kind of heard me speak and heard me talk about mental game, 
topics such as what we talk about here, discipline, confidence, mental toughness, personal initiative. When people heard me talk about those things. They wanted more of that. So I started talking about it more that morphed into writing books and morphed into uh, making more material similar to like what we have here on this podcast, coaching, courses, uh, work on your game, university, et cetera, et cetera. And once I started noticing that there was an opportunity to make a business out of that stuff, that's when I really started focusing on the business side of things. And I got to give credit to books that I read, real life education that I got from people like Robert Kiyosaki, Tim Ferriss, and many other business folks who talk about how do you turn your art into a business. And that's, I kind of made myself more into the entrepreneur, marketer, salesperson guy than an artist guy. I started out as an artist guy, but I'm more entrepreneur, salesperson, marketer guy today. The whole point is, for those of you who are artists, it's very difficult for you when you are selling the very thing that you have created because you are very close to it. Thus, you are more emotionally attached to it than anybody else is. So you value it more than anybody else values it. So you may take it personal when somebody doesn't value your stuff at the price that you want to put on it, or people are just not even looking to buy it, even though you're making great stuff, or you find yourself frustrated because you are underpricing your stuff just to get any sales. And then you're looking at how much you're making and you're like, I should be making more than this because my art is better than what I'm charging. But you don't have the tools, meaning you have not been trained or coached or taught how to get the money that you want to make from the thing that you do, even though you're great at what you do. You could make a lot more money from it if you had an entrepreneur slash salesperson's mindset, but you don't have that. It's not your natural inclination. Therefore, you're frustrated because you're underselling yourself and you're like, what the hell am I going to do about this? And years and years have gone on. And I've known people who have had this problem for literally 15 years and haven't been able to fix it simply because they haven't collaborated with a person who can help them fix the problem. And it becomes a lifelong tragedy for some of these artists that they become retiring, starving artists, not because they are not good at their art. They're actually great at their art. And some of these artists, there are some artists who I've seen, some of them who I've known a long time, some of them who I don't know at all, some of them who I know somewhere in between, who I've seen what they do and I get a feel for where they're at and what they're doing. I see the results of who they've helped. And I'm like, okay, they're better at their art than some salespeople are at selling. But here's the thing. You don't have to be amazing at selling if you have a salesperson's mindset to make a significant amount of money. If you're amazing at your art, but you have no mind for selling, you can literally make no money. That's the paradox of this. I want to say that again, because I want to make sure this gets through to everybody. When your focus is on the money, on the selling, on the marketing, on the entrepreneur side of things, anything regarding collecting and exchanging money, if that's your focus, you can be mediocre at it and make a living from it, a healthy living, being mediocre at anything that is focused on money. But on the other hand, if you are mediocre at art, and no focus on the money, you can be completely destitute. If you are amazing at your art and no focus on the money, you will be extremely frustrated because you'll make something, but you're not going to make nearly as much as what you feel like your art should be commanding in the open market. And you're right. It should be commanding more, but you can't command it simply because you don't have the mindset to sell it. Does everybody understand what I'm saying here? This is why focus matters so much. This is why I told you in episode 1193, focus is a force multiplier. Whatever you focus on, you create more of. When you're focused on getting money, you find ways to make money. When you're focused on your art, you find ways to make amazing art. The thing is, art itself doesn't make any money. The selling of art makes money. Everybody on the same page with me here? Okay, so because you artists may be selling your own creation, this can cloud your judgment because you think that just because you created something amazing that is amazing, that people will want to buy it. This is false. It will lead to frustration and it leads to disappointment. 
You need to put just as much, if not more energy into the marketing and selling of your thing as you do the creating of your thing. If you just do that, you can change everything. Now, how do you do that? Actually, you probably need to get some help. I would suggest you join Working Your Game University so you can learn the mindset of a salesperson, the mindset of being an entrepreneur and a marketer so that you can actually apply it to what you're doing, not just saying, all right, now I'm going to get a marketing and sales mindset. It's not just going to happen just because you snapped your fingers, just because you heard me say it on a podcast. You need some actual training in this. The good thing is the training is available. All right. Many entrepreneurs spend way too much time on creation and not nearly enough time on marketing and selling. And this is the big difference for many entrepreneurs between one and the next. They also don't spend much time learning how to do the marketing and selling as they do learning how to create. Marketing and selling are skills, everybody, which means you don't have to be born with the ability. You can learn it. A skill is a learned ability. Remember that you are a marketer and you are in the sales business. You do not get paid for creating things. You get paid for selling. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is why your product is not selling. Number three, you're not talking about it enough. Speaking of such, from the previous point, you need to put more time into the marketing and selling of your stuff than you do the creating of your stuff, which I just said. I said it twice in a row. I want you to notice that because it's important. I didn't say it twice in a row for my health and it wasn't a typo. It wasn't a mistake. I said it twice in a row because it matters and I want to make sure everybody heard it. If you pay attention to how much time you're spending in each space, the creating versus the selling, anybody who has a problem selling their product usually spending way too much time in the creator space than they're spending in the marketing space. And if you're not putting as much time into thinking about how you will market something as you spend thinking about how to create something, that explains why the money has eluded you. Remember that money only gets made when something gets sold, folks. Money does not get made when it gets created. So if you're an entrepreneur and you eat what you kill, you need to focus on killing, <laughs> okay? If you're an entrepreneur who eats what you kill, your focus needs to be on killing. If you're a lion or a hyena or any kind of predator and the only way you get to eat is by killing something, then you better be focused on killing. You better wake up and go to sleep focused on killing. When you're sleeping, you better be dreaming about what are you going to kill next? Because if you don't kill anything, you die. All right. That's the way the game works. Keep in mind that nobody is sitting around waiting to hear about your next product most of the time meaning your prospects and your customers. You have to interrupt people and continually interrupt them until you cast them at a time when they are ready not only to consume your message, but to take action on the message. That usually requires more than one point of contact. Usually you don't strike the lottery and message somebody right at the right time. They're thinking about doing something. Usually when people are thinking about doing something, they were thinking about it before you came around. So usually it's not the first time they heard about you. They're going to do something. So you plant the seed in their mind the first time. Then you just keep germinating that seed the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time, eighth, ninth time. It might be the 15th time you tell somebody about something that they actually take action on. It might be a 50th time, might be the 100th time, but you got to keep dripping on them. That's why I told you marketing is an ongoing job, it does not end. You are always marketing. As long as you want something to sell, you need to keep marketing it. As soon as any organization or company decides they don't want to sell any more of something, they stop marketing it. Or as soon as they stop marketing it, they understand, okay, we stop marketing this, uh, you know it's not going to sell anymore, right? And that's pretty much the way it goes. It's very rare is the product that keeps selling even when it's no longer being marketed. Do not be fooled by that. It does not work that way. So somebody may be ready in 30 days if you stay in front of them for 30 days. It might be 30 weeks if you stay in front of them for 30 weeks. It might be three years if you stay in front of them for three years. This is why marketing is a job. It's also a process. It's also your responsibility. And you also need to have a system for doing it. All that said, let's recap today's class. Why your product isn't selling. This is specifically for salespeople, which is everybody. Number one, you're talking to the wrong people. Sometimes you have a great product, great offer. You're just giving the wrong message to the wrong individuals. You change who you're giving the message to. All of a sudden, everything starts working. Point number two, you are focused on the thing instead of the marketing and the selling of the thing. Especially for those of you who are naturally creatives and artists, you need to focus as much, if not more time, on marketing and selling of your products as you are the creating of your products. 
Getting better at creating products does not make you more money. Getting better at marketing and selling your products will make you exponentially more money. That's why you need to change your focus and or get with someone who has that focus and let them partner with you and split the money with them and or you need to go get training on how to get focused on selling and marketing so that you can combine that with your creator ability. And that's when you'll start making the money that you feel like you should or that you deserve to make. Do not be a starving artist. Number three, you're not talking about your product enough. Right? People simply forget about you and your product because you are not in front of them when it's time for them to take action. Remember that people are not always ready to take action at the same time that you would want them to take action. I mean, if you would want to sell one of your products today, but nobody bought it today or nobody bought it yesterday. That's great. But guess what? One of the people who didn't buy it yesterday might be ready to buy it today if you were remind them that you have it. But you are being lazy and you're not reaching out to them again. You need to be relentless in your marketing and stand in front of people, continually interrupting them until you catch them at a time that they are ready to take action. That's why marketing is a job. It's a continuous process. It's an ongoing responsibility. And that's why you need to have a system for marketing. It is not just a one off thing that you do whenever you think about it or you feel like it. All that said, here's what you do to get help with that. First of all, text me. Tell me the best idea or insight you got from this class. My number is 305-384-6894. Secondly, and you're going to get the daily motivation, excuse me, every single day to your text. Secondly, though, at Work On Your Game University, I have a course called Sell Yourself. It's all about marketing, promoting, and selling yourself. What you are selling anytime you sell anything, by the way. And number two, I have a course called the Business Builder Course, which is new to the university. That's all about every element of what you need to understand, what you need to do, and what you need to have in place when it comes to selling your products and services, especially online. And it's especially true for those of you when it comes to your mindset around money, when it comes to your mindset around generating money, collecting money, attracting money, and standing firm on the money that you want to be making, especially those of you who work in businesses that have price elasticity, meaning you can set your own price and there's a wide range for what you can set. All of that's covered in the business builder course. And those are only two of the 37 courses that are inside Working in Your Game University. I have plenty more on mindset, on strategies, on systems, on discipline, on confidence, on putting yourself out there, on marketing. All of that is inside of Work On Your Game University, and you can get access to everything by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894 again 305-384-6894 get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge 305-384-6894